Welcome back to Napalm and Friends. And this week, I have the honor to sit with a man with a silky smooth voice and the front man of the escapers, Johnny, or Johnny Ruiz. <laughs> I feel like you have to thank say you. it all together. Um, <laughs> thank you for giving me a bit of your time. I definitely appreciate yeah, it. I know you're a busy man. And before we dive into how you and the rest of the escapers have this fantastic sound, which is this like beautiful medley of like rock steady beats and soul, where it kind of reminds me of a time that you yearn for, but it's also a new sound. How did you come across soul music and like rock steady music? Right. Um, well, growing up, I always, you know, like my mom and stepdad at the time and, um, you know, grandparents and stuff, they all listen to oldies like Brenton Wood. And so I grew up listening to, um, I guess, just grew up listening to soul music for the most part. I was more so introduced to it um, from my lead guitar player, Colton. He's really, really big into soul and he started showing me all these other artists and really cool bands and then I kind of just got stuck on it from there and it kind of just it wasn't really new to me but um at the same time it kind of was it was like definitely a different sound you know from from when I was growing up um I don't know maybe because I'm older now or a musician like when I hear it now it has a different meaning for sure and I do like the fact that like yeah you can 
think you know everything about a genre, but it's like, no, there's always more. Like you can always dig oh, deeper yeah. and deeper. And it's always mm -hmm. gonna lead you into another genre or another artist. And there's always something more to be found. And it's funny because you're the second person to tell me about Colton, um, another mutual friend of ours, Ale, Ravy Wavy. She was oh, also yeah. talking about him saying it's like, he knows a lot about music. Yeah, he does, he definitely does. One day I'm gonna corner him. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send a message and get him on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like almost positive he'd be willing to. Um, but you know that actually goes into my next question. As far as like the escapers and the sound that you guys like really dive into, how long have you been writing music for? Um. Well, I started. Um, I was really big into writing like poetry in middle school, in high school, and then um, like fast forward. I think my sophomore no maybe my junior year i got into producing music so i was making like you know i had a lot of buddies that written hip-hop and r&b singers and i would make up uh, make the beats for them and then um just one night i was writing a poem and it had just so happened to go really well with one of the beats that i made so i was like oh man like it's it's the same thing you know i wasn't really too far back then into being this, you know a musician i didn't sing or anything back then um, I was actually just going to start writing lyrics for people. And then um, I just kind of little by little eased my way towards singing and stuff. And um, yeah, I guess I've been writing for a while now. I used to have a, a band way back. I want to say maybe like 10 years ago. It was just a little garage band. And even then I still wasn't much of a musician. But um, it was called The Creatures. <laughs> nice. Um, I'll actually send you some videos. Uh, I have to dig through my Facebook, my old Facebook. But yeah, um, I was writing then too. It was just a little reggae band. But uh, yeah, I would say I've been writing for yeah at least 10 years. I would say heavily, maybe the past four or five years or so. Um, these past few years, I've been, I write every day. I was actually writing a little bit at work <laughs> um, on my lunch break, but yeah I, yeah i've been writing for a while nice and then speaking of the poetry that you would write in middle school like do you look back on it now like do you still have it or uh i wish i i, I do find like i have probably like dozens of notebooks and it, it kills me because um they're not all the way I, I never just buy a notebook and write in the whole thing i always just buy different ones if i'm out so i'll find a notebook like oh man i haven't seen this in years and then i'll look through it and see old lyrics and it, it would just trip me out <laughs> nice um so you mentioned that you actually had another band called the creatures was that your like the first band that you would that you would perform with or like what were your first performances like um, so that band, we never like, we never performed. We actually never even thought about performing. It was just like me and my cousin and some buddies I worked with, we would just link up and drink in the garage and smoke and stuff and just play instruments or, you know, play our instruments to our best of knowledge. But um, the very first show that I did was um, with um, the Escapers. And it was, it was funny because um, I was working at a casino and there was a, um, a buddy that I had met through there, he was a slot attendant. He was like, yeah, I promote shows and, you know, I do this and that. I'm like, that's cool, man. Um, yeah, I'm in a band. At the time, we didn't have a bass player, but it was just, it was me, Colton, Kevin, and John, just four of us. And we would um, link up in the park and drink 40s and just jam out. 
And um, he was like, yo, you guys want to play a show? I didn't know how serious it was. So I was like, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I figured it would be like four or five months from now. He's like, all right, it's in two weeks. We didn't have a bass player. And I just like start freaking out, hit the dudes, hit up the guys. And I'm just like, dude, we have a show in like two weeks. We don't have a bass player. And we ended up finding a bass player. It was um, one of my auntie's best friends she grew up with, um, my uncle Jimmy. And yeah, we played our first show and it was really crazy. It was unreal because um, we practiced, I want to say like three times a week, I think four, four days a week sometimes to get ready for the show you know this 30 minute set and i've never been on stage i think colt's been on stage before i think he's the only one and um our old bass player jimmy at the time so we were all nervous and um we got on stage and i just remember i was like shaking and um at the time i had a baritone ukulele an electric acoustic one that i would play on stage while i'm singing and I just remember shaking and right when we started playing um, the crowd was really hyped, so I kind of mellowed down a bit, and it was that was a really cool experience because um, I was really scared. <laughs> no, that's fantastic, it and out. it's funny that you say that because based on the videos that I've seen, you seem like such a natural on stage. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So, I mean, you could have fooled me. And you've played a couple of shows with the uh, skaters, but what has been like the most memorable one for you? The most memorable one. Um, that's a tough one because there's there's a lot that we talk about. Um, there's so many shows. I think the most memorable one was when we played um, House of Blues for the first time, like a sold out House of Blues show. And that was like a, one of the biggest crowds that we've ever played in front of at the time. Um, there's a few, but House of Blues was one of the most memorable because that was the biggest show we've ever played. Because before then we were playing, you know, shows you know, at little venues and bars down here and stuff, just trying to make a name for ourselves. Um, it was funny. We would play a show for like 200 bucks and we're like, oh man, we made 200 bucks, you know? <laughs> so the House of Blues show was pretty wild. I think that's probably one of the most memorable.
Vic on the show and I asked him how the escapers came about and he told me that he came into the band later down the line mm-hmm. um, but he did mention that it was you guys that would hang out at the park and you just mentioned it as well but like how did the conversation come about of like oh you know I'm creating the band or the band name um well my um drummer Kevin is actually my brother-in-law I've known him for I went to high school with him I've known him for a long time now I would say easily 15 or 14 years a long time and um we would always jam together because i knew he played drums and he actually um pushed me to like start singing like actually singing because i was um a kind of a knucklehead uh, in high school and he was always like yo man you got a good voice like he's heard me sing a few times and um he would just hit me up all the time like to jam and i'm like nah man i'm busy um and I never was busy. I was always just doing like stupid things. <laughs> so it was like, he got me out to jam. So we would jam all the time. And we linked up at this little park, um, this little dog park spot. And we had the video on YouTube. I keep looking for it. I don't I think he took it off or I might've taken it off. I don't know. But um, I wrote a song called Cruisin' and it was a reggae song. And we linked up, he brought his drum set. He brought like three pieces of his drums and I brought my, my instrument. And we were jamming at the park and um, we were just like, dude, let's start a band. And that was 
a little bit after I had first met Colton. I would say it was maybe a month after I first met Colton. And um, our other guitar player, John, I went to high school with him as well. Him and Kevin were actually in a ska core band, like way before I was a musician. And I used to watch them jam out. So me and Kevin thought about starting a, um, a band. And so then from there on, it would just be me, him, Colton, and John linking up. And we were going through like, it was the weirdest thing. We were all going through really crazy things in our life at the time. And we realized that music was an escape for us. So I was like, we were thinking of a name. And I was like, we should be the escapers. And so we um, went with the escapers. <laughs> nice. You mentioned yeah. that it was your brother-in-law that pushed you to sing and you have this like really I mean I don't know much about like voice training or anything like that but was it always just natural to you and to sing in that tone because I believe that like it would be called a falsetto I believe yeah um, how was that like did you have to go through any like did you take any like singing classes as a kid or um it's weird no I um I couldn't sing like a note for the life of me and then when I was working at Walmart um, I used to know this buddy of mine, Alan, and he was um, a really good singer. And he played ukulele also. I played ukulele. I've been playing for forever now. And I heard him sing, and I'm like, man, you know, you're a really good singer, dude. And um, he's like, yeah, you're a good, you know, good ukulele player. And I was like, well, I'll teach you how to play if you teach me how to sing. So we kind of traded. Um, I, ha I, ha I haven't taken any kind of lessons. I actually have just recently started um, learning like music theory i would say within the past like two months i've been trying to read up on that and learn about it so i guess it was kind of natural um i'm from hawaii so like everyone out there they're always playing and singing and stuff so i kind of just i love i've always loved music so i kind of just you know from listening to music so much just practiced and sing karaoke like the real drunken night singing karaoke and stuff that kind of helped with the fear of it but yeah naturally um yeah, it is like a natural falsetto.
Shaq, uh, thank you for letting me hold you hostage again. Yeah, no, uh, you're fine. Thank you. I do want to say for the listeners out there, 
I will be adding the link to the escapers in the bio to this episode. So you guys can hear exactly what we're talking about. And I've also included your guys' music and playlists and tagged you guys in the bio there too, because I I honestly think that you guys are already blowing up as is. And I think it's just going to grow so much more in the future. And then with that being said, it's like, where do you see the escapers going? That, see that? It's wild because... I don't know. I always, like, I've always had, like, a vision of kind of, like, how things would go. And then just something comes up that completely just, we're like, damn, like, that really happened. Um, Like, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Hello Stranger. It's a really awesome, um, I I would just call them a community. They're really amazing people. And um, Angela, the one that runs it there, she's a really great businesswoman. They they promote, they do a lot of things for the community in their hometown. Like Earth Day, they all linked up and they just started cleaning like their city. Like they, they do really amazing things. And she got us, um, that's why it was kind of tough, the memorable show, because a lot of the most memorable shows we've ever played was actually with Hell of Stranger. And um, she just hit us up one time. Well, she had an idea. She's like, yeah, I want to do a show in Hawaii. And we're like, man, that would be awesome. And then she just hit us up one day. was like, you guys, you know, we want, we're going to go to Hawaii. Do you guys want to play? And they like bought our plane tickets, bought our like hotels. It was like the craziest experience, you know? And I'm from Hawaii, but it was on a different island. It was on big islands. So it was completely new to me. And, um, so just things like that happen and then when that happens I'm like man you know like I really don't I don't know where we're gonna go like we all kind of just we love music so much we're, we're so passionate about it and almost too passionate sometimes but I just I know like we just want to write music and just keep putting out you know as much music as we can that's what we're in the process of doing actually right now but and yeah we just kind of see where it takes us No, definitely. Like, I'm super excited to see where you guys go because I think the raw talent is there and like what you guys are putting together is just absolutely magical. And then just a question that I throw in for every guest is if you had to put together a class curriculum, what album, film and book would be in your class syllabus? Hmm. I think um, for album, I would do... um, by the Skyliners. It's actually called the Skyliners. It was their first album. I want to say in 1959. It would be that album. Um, book, I would say. Um, it's actually a book I'm reading right now. It's called um, The Secret of the Untroubled Mind. Really, really cool book. It's really small, really, really small, small book. But um, really great book. Um, it's just... It's it's hard to explain. It's it's pretty much it's the secret of the untroubled mind. So it's like um, you know, if you have anxiety or overthinking or just you know things that go on, this book really kind of helps you put things into perspective. You know, because I'm a huge overthinker. Like it's ridiculous. Like I really piss myself off sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I was overthinking and it went perfectly fine. But um, yeah, it's a really really cool book. I don't know if you're interested, I can send it to you because it's really not, it's not long and I'm almost done with it. Really cool book though. I appreciate um, that. You don't have to, but I would appreciate it. But I think that yeah. book would actually come in handy like as musicians, because I think, yes. you know, like with you guys and how you guys come together, it's like overthinking notes or, you know, where you're going to place. Yeah, it's one of those like mental, like um, psychological kind of books, really trippy. Um, nice. 
And then yeah, uh, film. Film. That's a good one. Um, oof. There was a, um, a film that I had. I, I had rented online once and I believe it was called um, uh, it's a doo-wop film it's the legacy of doo-wop it was called um, Streetlights I think it's called Streetlights Streetlights the legacy of doo-wop I was watching it a couple weeks ago and I really fell in love with it I'm a real big doo-wop fan so I would have to probably have, probably have to be that one <laughs> nice
Um, I mean, as far as questions go, I only have one left for you. And it's what advice do you have for budding singers or musicians? What advice do I have for budding singers? Um, I don't know. I mean, I would just say just be yourself, you know, be yourself and um, just do what you want to do and what your your bandmates want to do, you know, figure it out. Because that, that can get tricky, especially if there's a lot of you. There's nine of us, eight of us, nine of us. Oh, <laughs> Kevin, there's eight of us. So, yeah, it can get tricky having, you know, trying to get eight people to settle on to one thing. So just figure it out and just... um. I mean, with us, just, you know, the only advice I could give is just vibe. And um, my trumpet player, Ian, we were talking and he was like, yeah, man, you know, just let the music speak for itself. And that was probably like the best advice I've heard probably this year. It makes a lot of sense, you know, just do your thing. Don't force it and just let it naturally flow. No, definitely. I do think when it comes down to creating, there's a lot of people that put a lot of effort into making it look good rather than like just being natural and just like letting it speak for itself. So I think with you guys, you guys definitely have that where it's like you let your music speak for itself and it's just drawing just this crazy amount of attention at the moment and it's only going to grow. Thank you. Uh, so, I mean, do you have anything else you want to say on the podcast? Any any shows you want to plug or any merch that's going to come out? Because you guys actually have a 45 out. Yeah, yeah, we do have a 45 out. Um, I think, I believe we still have copies um, of our stay record. I will say that um, we're going to be releasing some more music very soon. We've been working really, really hard and um, trying to balance, you know, work with music and family time. So... We're excited for that. We'll be releasing, I can definitely say a couple jams. We'll be releasing a, a good little handful. And um, yeah, I mean, hopefully we come out with some more merch too. I'm working on merch ideas and <clears throat> more merch ideas. And um, yeah, I mean, just stay tuned. Cause with us, it's kind of like, we don't really, we kind of just go day by day. <laughs> like it's just, it's how we are. And it's how it was with the record. We never planned on dropping a record. and. You know, we dropped the record. Lo and behold, yeah. So yeah. again, to the listeners, I will be tagging your guys' Instagram and also I believe Thank it's the merch bar or I forgot the website that you guys have a merch I bar. Think it, I think it's Link Linktree. Linktree? Oh, yeah, link I'll, tree, yeah. Yeah, I'll link put the links in the bio to okay. this episode. So guys, if you guys Thank want you. to get a 45 or just check out like future shows, definitely give them a follow, pick up some merch, support your local musician. And yeah. Thank you again for giving me a bit of your time, man. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. And with that being said, tune in until next week, guys. <laughs>